Welcome to the Youthology Podcast this week. We have a crisis in our generation. The crisis is that we are serving a God we do not know. One of the most alarming research discoveries in the U.S. over the last five years is the plummeting adherence to Christianity and the dramatic loss of a biblical worldview among the last four generations. I'm sure you've seen the research, and the research is alarming. It doesn't take much effort to see the decline of Christianity and a biblical worldview in the last four generational sets, especially looking at Generation Z, the present teenagers and college students uh, today, where there is almost no biblical worldview. 4%, right? And the highest number of atheists that we've ever seen in any of the other generational sets. So the statistics are alarming. In multiple research findings from Barna, Pew, Feed, and the American Worldview Inventory, 84% of the silent generation, or the older grandparents today, claim to be Christian, 84%. Then they had children that we called Generation X, or adult parents today, similar to my age. And the research found that only 67% of Gen X claim to be Christian. But what was startling is what happened in the next two generations. We saw the statistics continue to spiral when Gen X had their first set of children, the millennials. <laughs> oh my gosh, the millennials. They're about 24 to 38 years of age today. The millennial set were found to be about 49% Christian. Okay, so 84 to 49%. And finally, Research shows that the present generation of teenagers and college students today that we call Gen Z, the youngest set of kids from Generation X and the younger brothers and sisters of the millennials, now consists of about 34% of teenagers and young adults that would call themselves Christian. So in four generations, we dropped from 84% in the grandparents, the silent generation, to 67% in the parents, to 49% of older millennials, and now to the 34% of grandchildren who profess to be Christian in America. The faith handoff from one generation to the next has failed miserably. For example, the youngest children of Gen X, Gen Z teenagers today, spiraling into that 4% biblical worldview, okay? This capped off a four-generational slide from 65% in the grandparents, the silent generation, biblical worldview, 65%, down to 4%. Almost nothing. Look at the following revealing statistics from this latest research. 27% of Gen Z, 27% of Gen Z, um, of the population in America today is Gen Z. 35% of Gen Z considers themselves atheist, agnostic, or no religion uh, affiliation, uh, the nuns. 13% of Gen Z are atheists. Um, 50% of Christian teens in the U.S. believe Jesus was raised from the dead. Only 
32% of Christian teens in the U.S. believe Jesus is active in the world today. 46% of Christian teens say they never read the Bible. 45% of Christian teens believe that all religions have equally valid truths. Almost half of Christian teenagers today, all religions have equally valid truth. Only 35% of teenagers attend church on a weekly basis. 16% have, 16% of Gen Z has a, a, a goal of being spiritually mature, right? I mean, think about those statistics. When it comes to the faith of the next generation, youth ministry in America needs a new missiology, a new plan. We need a new plan concerning the faith and the theology of next-gen ministry. And I believe part of that problem is that we are doing youth ministry in a Nickelodeon way, right? While our teenagers are living in a Stranger Things world. Think about that. So it's like the church is really treating young people two years younger than they really are. And the school system, middle school, high school, uh, are, are treating teenagers two to three years older than they really are. I mean, we, we do programming like Gaga Ball and Nine Square and Pizza Parties in relational small groups that with chat time and sermonettes on the Avengers, right? I mean, listen, while the public school system is treating middle schoolers and high schoolers like young adults, demanding their understanding of material and content, discipline in the classroom, teamwork, right? Uh, being on time with assignments, I believe young people can handle the deeper things of God. And so I'm going to give you uh, four simple ways to increase the faith uh, of, of this next generation. Four simple ways that we do not underestimate the ability and the willingness, think about that, the ability and the willingness of teenagers um, and their spiritual formation. Um, four simple ways that will help us um, understand this little il illustration. L let me give you this illustration. The Grand Canyon, right? The Grand Canyon is something we have heard of all of our life. If, if, if you've seen the pictures or watched the movie or you've heard anything about the Grand Canyon, it's bigger than life. It's one of the seven wonders of the world. The Grand Canyon all of our lives, we've heard about the Grand Canyon. We get this picture in our mind and have this illusory understanding of one of the seven wonders of the world. Maybe we've had this emotional connection because we've seen pictures. Maybe we've seen the movie that was filmed there and the Grand Canyon is bigger than life. But hear me, in reality, if you've never stood on the rim of the Grand Canyon, then you've never seen the Grand Canyon. You've never seen as far as the eye will, will be able to see this vast cavern. All of our lives, we've seen the social media posts and the vacation photos and the advertising pictures of one of the seven wonders of the world. But even though we've watched a movie, seen the news reports, maybe saw pictures in National Geographic or other television shows or magazines or whatever, if you've not stood on the rim, on the edge 
of one of the great seven wonders of the world. You've never seen that spectacular, iconic place in person. In reality, let's relate that to our relationship with God and teenagers today and their relationship with God. If we are going to help teenagers understand who God is, then we have to take them to the edge. Relate that simple analogy to this present generation in America and their understanding of God, their lack of understanding God. A generation who has mostly never seen the photos, watched the movies, or even heard the stories. Older, older adults in America have heard the stories, but this generation doesn't need to be reintroduced to Jesus. They need to be introduced to Jesus because they've never heard. They've never heard about him. Maybe even the generation who have mostly never been to church or youth group. And in reality, a generation who has never stood face to face with God and seen him. See, we have a crisis in this generation that we've never walked Gen Z up to the rim of the Grand Canyon so they can see it for themselves. If we are to reverse this spiraling 4% biblical worldview that is present in Gen Z, then this has to happen. These four things need to take place in youth ministries across America. Let me just give you them real quick. And I think that if we could put these into practice, you would see that we could safeguard uh, theology for the future of the next generation, Alpha Gen. Number one, we need a renewed commitment to discipleship and faith formation. Discipleship and faith formation. Number two, a renewed commitment to the works and the demonstration of God and his acts. Number three, we need to challenge teenagers in the church with greater content than we have given them in the past. And number four, we need a renewed commitment to defining the character and the nature of God in youth ministry. Defining the character and the nature of God in youth ministry because I believe as youth leaders, our work right now must be to create a setting that encourages Gen Z to come and to stand on the rim of the Grand Canyon and to see it face to face with their own eyes, to bring them into the presence of God and to see him. Because hear me, the only teenagers who do not serve God are teenagers who do not know God. I want to bring teenagers to the rim of the Grand Canyon and let them see for themselves, to introduce them to Jesus, the image of the invisible God, right? To introduce them to him so they can make a decision and make this their faith, not their mommy and daddy's faith, not their grandma and their grandfather's faith, not their youth pastor's faith, but their faith. We simply must introduce him to this generation so they can get a picture of God and decide for themselves. Thank you for joining us again. Hey, put these four things into practice. We are gonna uh, have the manuscript all set up for you where you can, um, where you can uh, copy that off and use that in your, in your small groups or um, use it to build out a sermon um, uh, outline for you. I believe the only teenagers who do not serve God, right, are teenagers who do not know him. So let's 
Define God to a brand new generation using these simple points. Hey, join us again next week on another topic in youth ministry right here on the podcast. God bless you. Have a great week.